This is Blaine White from Steam Hollow Brewing Company, and you're listening to this freaking show. Uh, Joe, what is that called again? Parcel Tongue. Parcel Tongue. That is Parcel Tongue for welcome to another episode of this freaking show. I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geekcast Joe. And we are here with the uh, weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. And I am doing the intro today as part of uh, my binge watching of Harry Potter. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got, uh, I got, I started part two of Deathly Hollow. So I got like 15 minutes into that, so that means I got like another like six and a half hours to get through it because those movies are so <laughs> fucking long. It really is. Right. But no, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I don't know why, but that whole fucking snake talking is like stuck in my head and I just can't get it out. It's crazy. Um, you know what would probably help you get it out? Oh, then. If you went to uh, wearedappertise.com to get yourself a high quality knit tie for just $15. And if you use the discount code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, you'd even get free shipping on your order. Well, hold on a second. You're telling me that if I go to wearedapertize.com right now, I could buy a high-quality tie for just $15? You can. And if you use and the discount code, you even get free shipping. So so if I type in FREAKIN into the uh, code generator thing there, it'll give me free shipping on my high-quality ties that are already a great deal? Yeah, isn't that exciting? That that is amazing. Doesn't that make you totally forget about parcel tongue? It did for a moment until you brought it back up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, well, we got a uh, well, we got my sister's wedding. Uh, we're all gonna go to uh, in a couple of weeks, so maybe I should look into uh, purchasing one of those high quality ties to wear. Ooh, maybe you should. Maybe I should. Right. Well, I mean, you definitely need to because I mean, you're you're a big part of the wedding itself. That's true. Right. You are probably the third most important person in the wedding. Maybe. I'm going to say yeah, because you got the bride, you got the groom, and then you got the person officiating the wedding. Yeah, the legal <laughs> officiant. Yeah. I mean, like, technically, I definitely put you as, like, the most important because without you, it wouldn't happen. But at the same time, I'm also there as a backup. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you, don't, if you don't show up, you know, just have to fucking tag me in and, you know, have me sub that shit. But right. You know, if, <laughs> if it comes on to it, you definitely you would definitely put on the uh, better uh, um, ceremony. Nah, I don't know. Oh, no, we'll definitely. No, definitely. Trust me. I, I've seen me do ceremonies, and uh, a lot of time it's me telling the bride and groom or the bride and bride for the one wedding I did, like, hey, focus. Here we go. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun doing those. And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I, I cannot believe that uh, my one of my younger – one of my little sisters are uh, going to be married in uh, a couple weeks. You know. It's crazy. It is. It's really exciting, though. I uh, – it feels like it's just flying toward us. Mm-hmm. As soon as the new year, the new year hit, because I mean they were engaged like I think about a year. So my dad, I mean like all of last year, it just kind of creeped. But as soon as like new year hit, new year hit, holy shit! 
the new year hit, it just, I mean, like, time just seemed to, like, fast forward to this moment. Yeah. Like, absolutely crazy. But we have an awesome guest uh, this evening. I'm super excited to get to him. Um, you know what? Another thing I realized, I should never mention we have a guest until I absolutely confirm we have a guest. <laughs> but with uh, with having guests the last two weeks on as planned, I mean, like, I feel lucky. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm at a 50% success rate this year on guests. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see. We'll see uh, if I go high or low on that. But before we get to uh, our guest this evening, I want to I want to talk to you guys about my trip to Florida. I took. Oh okay. please, because I mean, as you guys remember last uh, last time I took a trip, it was a it was quite the adventure when it came to the hotel and the airplane and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this trip, I'll probably fifty times, hundred times better than uh, than the last trip I took. Absolutely, it was a great fucking trip. Uh, I went to so the first the first plane trip I took. Uh, the trip out there, um, I signed up for, um, you know, on Southwest, I don't know if you guys ever flew Southwest, but they don't have like assigned seats. You have to check in and whenever you check in is based on when you board on the plane. Oh yep. no, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so they don't have assigned seats. It's just like, you know, they're all the same fucking, uh, seat. You just got to check in and then based on what time you check in, because you get 24 hours before you could, uh, before the flight takes off to check in. And the sooner you check in, the sooner you get on the plane. Well, I didn't book the flight. Uh, one of the guys from work did, so I assumed he was doing the check-in for everyone because he bought the four tickets for the four people going. Well, he didn't, so I ended up doing it, which put me kind of like low on the list of check-ins. So I ended up having to sit between two people, which being a big guy I am kind of sucks. You know, I was like, crap, okay. But luckily, and I wish I knew the guy's name, so I give him a shout-out. The guy who sat by the window, like, willingly offered to have the armrest lift up between us so I'm not crunched in the seat. That's awesome. It was really, it was a really cool thing. He just, you know, I just told him like, hey man, I'm gonna sit here. I apologize. I'm a bigger dude, so you know, me senior is not gonna make it, you know, any uncomfortable for you. He's like, do you just want to lift up this armrest? And I'm like, you serious? He's like, yeah, yeah, we can lift it up. I'm like, well, thank you. So I made a good friend on the planet, but again, I can't remember his name, and I feel shitty about it, but. Uh, I'm assuming he has to be a fan of the show because of the great following we do have on this freaking show. So shout out to you, man, for um, for being awesome. Uh, if I gave out follow your Star Awards, you would get it, no doubt. Um, got <laughs> to yeah, got to the hotel and everything. Um, the room was amazing. It it was comfortable. It was beautiful. We stayed at the Renaissance at uh, SeaWorld. Uh, absolutely amazing fucking um, amenities. I mean, the whole thing was fabulous. The check-in was quick, easy, perfect. Uh, I went through all my classes. It sucked because um, all the classes, like I had to be up at 6 a.m. Eastern time, which puts it at 5 a.m. our time, and being second shift, I'm not used to waking up at 5 a.m. I'm used to going to bed at 4 a.m. Right. So, so getting up was really hard, but I mean, I got through all the classes. We had like a luau the first night, which was really fun. Got to meet with a lot of people. Uh, the next day, we um, went through the classes again, and then we kind of like had like a backyard-themed cookout kind of thing. They had beanbags, uh, life-size uh, beer pong, and Connect Four, Juman- or Jenga, not Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji. I know, it'd be a pretty interesting trip, but it was great. I mean, we got to hang out with a lot of people. The only thing that sucked is um, the family CIC, so the head CIC of you know, the department I work in, he had to have more classes or more um, uh, seminars. Like at, at the end of the day, that we didn't have to be part of because we were done. So we didn't have a flight like until that. 8 p.m., but we were done by like 1 o'clock. 
which it did suck having to leave so late. But I mean, it was 70 degrees in fucking Florida compared to like the 12 you guys had here. Um, the flight got delayed an extra hour, so we actually didn't get on until about 9.15, 9.20. But um, I copped out. I took the easy way out of my flight home. It wasn't fully booked, so I went in for the person of size uh, seating that they have there, which basically, if you're a bigger guy, which I, you know, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm at the low end of that spectrum, but I still qualify, that if you can't sit in their 17-inch seat comfortably without fat rolling over into the seat next to you, uh, you could opt out for a complimentary additional seat on the plane at no additional charge. Um, nice. Yeah, and as long as it's not full. So I copped out for him. Hey, listen, you know, I hear you guys got this thing where fat people get an extra seat. And she's like, well, it's called person of size. I'm like, trust me, I know who I am. So, <laughs> I know what so I'm they, about, man. Yeah, so they gave it to me and everything. And what turns out is that when you're a person of size like that and you got that seating, they let you go. Uh, they let you go ahead of everybody. You get to uh, go in with the cripples and shit. So, <laughs> yeah, handicapped. My bad. Right. Yeah. So the senior citizens, uh, the wheelchair uh, uh, amenity required people and everything, you get to go in with them. So I'm like, that's pretty cool. But I kept thinking to myself, like, so if I sit by the window and I got to actually see in the middle, I'll just let one of the people I went with just sit in the aisle seat. That way we both can enjoy that single seat. So there was this girl um, – her name's Chelsea, but I uh, I called her Carlos um, through the last three days, which I guess it kind of got me in a little trouble because people assumed that since I was calling her Carlos, I was drunk, which I wasn't drunk. I was just making a joke about not really knowing her name. Mm -hmm. right. So I mean, obviously you give her a guy's name to show people you're joking, but apparently people didn't see it as a joke and they thought I was fucked up or whatever. <laughs> um, I told her, like, listen, you know, if you want to sit in the uh, aisle seat in the row that I'm sitting in, well, we could both put the armrests up and we could both enjoy that second seat. And that's what we did. And then we watched uh, movies on the way home. We watched uh, uh, Meet the Fockers and uh, Field of Dreams. So it was nice. pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. So, did you know so there's this... a Field of Dreams too? I did not. I did not know With that. Tyler Lautner, and it's where he builds a football field. Mm, I refuse to believe that exists. Yeah. I he refuse to watch it. it. <laughs> Yeah, it's upsetting. No, I, I, yeah, I won't watch it. That's like watching Angels in the End Zone. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Air Bud Golden Receiver. Field of Dreams 2 NFL Lockout. Oh, no, that's Funny or Die. That's what? That's from Funny or Die. That's not real. Are you sure? Yeah, it's three minutes long. What a relief. <laughs> Oh, what a relief it is. I th I, oh, I must not have looked this much. <laughs> you are so relieved, Joe. I really am. Yeah, this uh, is one of my favorite movies of all time for them to be smirch it with. You know, you know what does, and the thing that disappoints me the most when I think of Field of Dreams is that we had the opportunity to go to the Field of Dreams uh, when we went on that family vacation when Mom and Cobb. Uh, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. mom and dad got married, but because of the weather, we weren't able to actually go, and it was so yep. disappointing. And then they end up selling, and I don't know if it's still like an attraction or not, whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if I missed out on it, but if I ever get a chance, I want to go to Iowa, and I want to stand on that field and be like, "Is this heaven?" And I want you to be at the end, going, "No, it's Iowa." It's you know? awesome. It's a really cool. It's a really cool trip. I think. Yeah. I, so I, I'm in. I'm in. If you want to go, I'm we all about will it. Go. 
we'll we'll make a day of it. Maybe we'll find a convention that's down in Iowa, and then we'll we'll kind of, we'll do the whole thing, and we'll stay at uh we'll stay at Kirk and Gale's to mm-hmm. save money. I'm all about yeah. it. Hell yeah. So, but um, what uh what have you guys been up to? What's new? What's exciting on your end? I don't see uh, I don't see our guest being ready yet, so we got some time. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is on. So we do got well he 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 should be right here shortly. But let's follow up with you guys real quick. What's uh, what's going on? What's new? Uh, not much. Um, started school. Um, seeing movies. You know, the usual. Nice, nice. I, uh, I am saving mine for what I'm freaking on this week. All right. But, uh, I will say it was nice, uh, because my wife is a teacher and I'm a student. Uh, we both got a snow day on Friday. So <laughs> that was fun. Nice. Yeah, that was cool, man. It's yeah. I mean, I I didn't go into work on Friday because of the weather, so it was nice to have mm-hmm. that extra day. My uh, yeah. CEO nominated me and five other people for Employee Hero Award. Nice, really. What 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 were you the hero of, Tom? Let's, let's hear some uh, story. They just it's recognition from the company. Nothing special. It's because I was I went in. Uh, the CEO at 6.30 in the morning sent an email and said, hey, uh, the office is still open, so uh, drive slowly and be safe driving in. And um, I originally on Thursday, I, I took a <coughs> sick day for Friday, but mm-hmm. uh, it, I, I was just like, I took it in case the roads were going to be bad, mm-hmm, but yeah. the roads were really fine down here. So I just nice. went in. Yeah, I was, when I left, so I start work at 3.30. I normally leave around 2, but on that shade day, I decided to leave at 12.30. Just to be like, you know what, I'll give myself three hours to get to work. I was fine up until uh, the 294 interchange up by 57. It took mm-hmm. me like 45 minutes just to get to that, which normally takes me like 30 um, so I was going pretty good, and then when I got up there, it, just, it was slowed down. It's like I'm like, no, it's not even fucking worth it. Like, no, it's like not even worth it. So I called the company. I said, listen, I'm sorry, I tried to make it. I ain't gonna make it in. And so, gotcha, gotcha. I tried. Yeah, if I lived, if I if I worked ten minutes from where I lived, I'll go to work. But I'm not driving an hour and a half, risking drive. And it's not that I don't trust myself driving. I don't trust other people driving. Yes, preach. So, yeah. So yeah. it looks like our guest is ready. So if you guys are all good, I'll get him on here, and then um, we can talk uh, talk about some exciting uh, adventures that he's a part of. Okay. Sounds good. Movie. Perfect. Let's plug a podcast. When we come back, we will be uh, here with uh, additional guests. Okay. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. We're from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. You know what you're listening to right now, Jeff? What are we listening to right now? This freaking show. This freaking show? This freaking show. And when you're not listening to this freaking show, take a listen to the History of Bad Ideas. Where we talk about sports, movies, and other pop culture events happening in the world. (laughs) So take a listen. Uh, We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and any other place that you find uh, great podcasts like this freaking show. This freaking show. All right, guys, we are back, and we are back with a guest, as promised. So I am not a liar this week. 
So uh, we are three in a row for actually having guests on, which I'm super excited about. And we are here with Blaine um, from Steam Hollow Brewing. So thank you so much for coming on, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. You betcha. Uh, real quick, you just kind of want to give a little people like just like you know a little background on who you are and uh, what you know. Obviously, I know I just mentioned you're from the brew company, but kind of just a little little background on who you are. Oh, well, I'm not a very important individual. I um, just like brewing beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like drinking beer, and I like hanging out with other people. I like drinking beer. Awesome. So what? So so what gave you an idea? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, drinking beer is you know the main focus on creating the brewery, like you just mentioned. But I mean, what what made you decide to do it down in Mantino? Uh, we live here in Mantino. We like the town, and you know, there's not a whole lot like near. You know, the nearest breweries are you know 15, 20 to 45 minutes away. So you know, these kind of the location is just ripe for the picking. So we figured out uh, since we live right here and. Then we don't have to drive to work very far. You know, we can get like a golf cart and drive to work. It'd be great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. How did you? In the snow. Yeah, no kidding. How did you settle on the name? Uh, that was my wife, actually. Um, I had uh, I was gonna go with because uh, we had two Jack Russells, <laughs> um, and well, we're down to one now. But we had two, so I'd always name like my homebrew Double Jack, and nice. so we were gonna do that. Um, but then, you know, I started thinking about, you know, there's a beer called Double Jack. It's about flags, not mm-hmm. dogs. So when I called them up and asked them, the uh, lawyer said, yeah, we'd sue the pants off you. So don't use it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll change the name. <laughs> so for a couple of months, we were thinking about it. And my wife was like, you know, what about Steam Hollow? And I was like, you know, what? I, I kind of like that because our brew system's going to be, you know, run on steam. And, you know, we can use like the hollow of a tree and I'm from the mountains in Oregon. So I was like, you know what? I like it. Let's do that. So it's gotcha. kind of, it's kind of just went from there. Fantastic. <clears throat> now, now right now, um, I know that you guys are working on um, getting the uh, brewery up and running because like, you, you don't have like the set location now or do you have a set location? Yeah, we have the location. Uh, right now we're, uh, Let's see what day is today. Today Sunday. Tomorrow we should be starting the closing um, on everything for getting the brewery going. So and that takes you know 15 to 30 days to finish that up, and then once that happens, then we'll be moving into the building, ordering equipment, all that good jazz. Okay. So, yeah, right, I got you. Everything awesome. takes everything takes forever. Oh yeah, it's, I mean, it's a process. Anyway, I know I read um uh i read a little bit on your uh, kickstarter you had it uh, earlier last year and uh, a little bit about some of the articles about uh your brew company and i did mention how like you're trying to hopefully focus on like being open like this you know the beginning of 2018 and everything um the one thing I w- the one thing i was kind of curious about and i know like as i mentioned before like we do have a uh, mutual like uh acquaintances between us uh ben nick dennis and all them and they kind of talked to me a little bit uh about you know what you're doing and everything but they never kind of quite mentioned on like the actual like um, facility you're opening up now. Is it is it just brewing, or is it gonna be like a sit down place where people could go in and get the beer right there on tap, like at a bar or something like that? Like what what is the actual like uh, concept of um, the building? Yeah, we will have a, a full tap room. You know, there'll be uh, you know you sit at the bar. There will be tables, chairs, all that good jazz. Um, and then you know the brew system will be in there also. Um, we don't do we won't do like food or anything like that, but there's you know twenty thirty food trucks in the area, so we're covered on that. 
Um, and then we're going to distribute to the local area also. So all the, your local bars and hangouts will also have the beer on tap, you know, if they want to have it. Um, but yeah, we'll have a, we'll have a pretty nice large tap room in there. Um, it'll be family friendly, dog friendly. If you want to risk bringing a cat, go for it. I mean, <laughs> what you want to do. but yeah, so we'll have, we'll have the tap room. There'll be at least 10 to 16 beers on tap. Um, eventually when we first open, you I won't have that many, but we'll eventually work up to that amount. Oh, yeah, Fantastic. So I love the uh, the options you already have listed on your website. Um, especially the the tart raspberry blonde looks like it's right up my alley. Yeah, that's uh, people really like that one a lot. Um, it's really easy to drink, and you can it's like four percent alcohol, four and a half percent. You can drink that thing all day. Nice. Um, and that's, that's uh, you know, good for like the summer. Yeah, that's what I was, gonna, I was just about to say. It's what I call a lawnmower beer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's great to sit on the patio with that one in the blazing heat and just let it cool you down. Mm-hmm. So, so where do you come up with the ideas on like you know the the beers that you're brewing and everything? Because you, how long? Well, first off, let me say, how long have you guys actually been brewing? Uh, six years now. Okay, and like how many how many different styles of uh, craft beers have you guys created now? Uh, I have ninety four recipes. Um, wow. And then wow. at least 20 or 30 of those recipes have five to eight sub recipes, you know, changing like the hops or the malt bill, mm-hmm. but still the yeah. same style. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of different styles. I mean, you know, every brewer can interpret it their own way. So, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So, so at like, so at like at one time, like how, how many beers do you plan on brewing? Like, so when you do open up your, uh, your shop and everything, how many beers do you plan on brewing, like, at a time? Because, I mean, obviously you can't do all those at once, right? No, I'll have uh, – we're going to start with three fermenters, uh, 20 barrels a pop. That's uh, 624 gallons or something like that. Um, so we'll have three uh, right from the start. Um, and then I'll have, like, my system here. I can do um, 15 gallons here at home. That'll be going to the brewery, so I can do, like, little one-offs. You know, so every other week there'll be, like, just some random sort of beer – you know, it's been spiked with some fruit or rosemary or something like that. Nice. Um, so, and then eventually we'll end up getting, you know, more fermenters. We'll bump it up to like six or eight fermenters. So we can have six to eight beers, you know, fermenting at one time. Very cool. So, so for a guy like me, like, I mean, cause when it comes to Count and Joe, Count and Joe are craft beer guys, but when it comes to me, like I'm more of like a Bud Light person. Um, I do enjoy craft beer from time to time. Uh, it just has to be the right uh, kind of craft beer. So if I was a Bud Light drinker, do you have... We don't uh, sell water there. It's going to be beer only. <laughs> oh, no. No, and, that's, and, and that's a good thing. But So the question I'm asking is, if I what do you have a recipe or do you have a beer that's close to a resemblance of what a Bud Light drinker would enjoy? Um, I mean, if you want to upgrade to have quality, then yeah, I can get yeah. some for you. But I mean, if you're looking for Bud Light, I'm not gonna have it for you. No, uh, it's I'm not actually that... not this, not tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm brewing a Pale Ale, um, but the Monday following, uh, I'll be brewing a Kolsch. Mm. And a Kolsch is a really light, easy beer, um, super crisp and clean, you know, but with flavor. And yeah, you know, and that, see, and, and that's so you like... probably really like that beer. And if you guys wanted to come out, you know, in a few weeks and hang out and brew with me. Uh, brew the culture and learn about it, then that's cool. 
or not. Oh, or you can just come no. by when I sit down and drink awesome. it. <laughs> no, I, either that, way, no, I would. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I'll do it all. I mean, like I yeah. because, because I mean it fascinates me on like the actual brewing process itself. You know, it's like. I mean, it when it comes down to it, and like the whole like when we have people on this podcast, a lot of people are like, you know, they're cosplayers, they're comic book creators, they're movie creators, and everything. Um, you have an, I mean, like having you on is the same thing, just as you know, all those you guys are creating something that you're passionate about, um, that you put your heart into, and that's the thing that fascinates me about how people can create shit. So I definitely want to come out and see, you know, how the process is done and everything, and. Um, to kind of go back and maybe kind of defend myself a little bit on my Bud Light statement, um, I, I when I drink craft beer, I just it has to be it has to be a light beer, kind of like how you said. Like I I can't drink stouts, um, it just it just doesn't sit well with me. But I mean IPAs, pale ales, and so I that I think I could kind of enjoy. But with you having you said almost it seems like you have almost a hundred different types of beer. There's got to be a few of them that are you know pretty much a more of a travesty uh, kind of craft beer. Yeah, I mean, um, I actually a few weeks ago brewed a cream ale, um, and I don't like cream ales. I just, I mean, I think the Shoots Brewery made the only cream ale that I actually liked, and they did it once, and then I've never seen it again. Um, so I brewed a cream ale, and I hate it. I mean, even it's mine. I, like, I just don't like it. So <laughs> today I actually transferred on to two pounds of uh, cherries just because I can't stand cream ales, and I was like, you know, screw it. We're going to fruit this thing up. So you might like that one. So by by the Monday you guys come over with that Kolsch brewing, uh, that'll be ready to drink. It'll be a cherry cream ale. So fantastic! Yeah, it's a good cream ale without the cherries. I just can't stand cream ales, and I don't want to drink five gallons of something I don't like. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was um when I was looking at your Facebook, I saw that you guys brewed. Uh, and I can't remember how long ago it was, but you brewed a um uh, a beer uh, with a local um. A local coffee company's uh, beans, is yeah. that correct? So are so are a lot of your ingredients are they local or I mean like I mean how 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 are you doing on like getting the product in to create the beer? Uh, it depends on what I'm going to be using. I mean if like you know if I'm using like my grain bill, um, I get a lot of stuff that's German uh, because the quality is just a lot better for the malts. Uh, for the hops, we will be using you know it comes out of Chicago, uh, the um, the seller. Uh, but my wife knows a few people that have actual farmland that have been asking if we want to have a contract with them to start growing our hops. Um, so once we start open, we'll do that, mm -hmm. but that takes, you know, a year or two before you actually see the return on that. So you just have like a contract saying, okay, and you know, 2020, you'll have this many acreage of hops that belongs to us. So we'll yeah. be doing that because they're going to be, you know, I can spit and hit their farm. So it'll be fun just to go there and learn how, you know, the hop, like how they take care of the hops and grow and stuff like that. Yeah. I tried my hand at it once, but the dog tore it out of the ground and ran off. <laughs> oh, I went, well, I went running up in the backyard barefoot through dog shit because I thought the snakes were chasing her, but it was just like 30 <laughs> foot worth of the hops behind her. Oh, <laughs> right, you know what? I'm done. I'm like, I, just I wrapped them up, threw them in the trash can and went and washed my feet off. I'm like, <laughs> you're done, dog. You stay outside for a while. Yeah, no kidding. The, the dog oh. was probably upset because you you named a named the company Steam Hollow instead of after uh, after him. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. kind of like that. She's a woman, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was looking at it and uh, yeah, because it was made out of uh, toasted coconut and coffee. I think I actually might enjoy that one. You know, that one it was okay. Um, it was all right. I didn't. 
I didn't care for it too much. The coconut had too much oil. I needed to roast it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my for every time I do like some little sub style of whatever, like a sub recipe of a style. It's kind of like a trial run. So I'll do it once and I'll write down everything that was screwed up about it. And then mm-hmm. I'll correct it for the second run on it. And then the second one usually comes out pretty good. But I just haven't gone around, got around to doing a second run of that one yet. Yeah, sure. but, well, I mean, it's it's kind of a win-win, though. Because, I mean, if you make a batch you don't like, you just give it off to your friends and, like, hey, listen, you know, enjoy. Oh, yeah. No, I call, like, Dennis Cookie and Ben out here, and they drink all darn time. Yeah, like, hey, guys, uh, you guys want to come over and drink some beer? Yeah. And Keg will be gone in about half an hour. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> Yeah, well, because like I, because originally, originally when I first heard about your uh, your brewing company, I heard it uh, from Ben uh, because you know he does landscape and he came out and was doing the yard and he was talking to me about it, and uh, I talked to Nick a little bit more about it and he told me like you know after they, um, you know they did the founders um, level of your Kickstarter, which I saw your yeah. Kickstarter was fully funded. Congratulations on that. I know how difficult those can be. Yeah, that was uh, a blast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I mean they I mean they said that like, you know, they they said like they from what they said, I don't know if they're just, you know, you know, telling me just to tell me, but they said everything you brewed that they all enjoyed it, you know. Re, you know, regardless if it was like the first round of uh, you know, testing, second round of testing. So I don't know if like, you know, they just got done, you know, being like lab rats where, you know, they're just kind of woozy out there or what, but <laughs> they're definitely my lab rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're good at it too, because they generally tell me the truth if they don't like something about it. Especially Dennis, man. He'll just tell you right now. He's like, I don't like that at all. I'm like, what? I don't like about it. He's like, I don't like coffee and beer. I was like, well, then you're not a good test subject for this beer. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's a coffee beer. <laughs> like, here, try this one. It's a spiced red. He's like, oh, I love that. There you go. Well, let me ask you. Even though Dennis didn't like it, did he leave the glass with uh, beer left in it? Dennis leave beer in a glass? Exactly. You met right? the guy? <laughs> you ever met him? I mean, the guy can absolutely hate something, but I mean, if it's beer, he's going to finish it off. And that's where, like, when Nick was telling me, when Nick was talking about the craft beers, I mean, that surprised me because I only know Nick to drink Bush. And I think that's worse than my Bud Light. It's got to be. Not by much, but. A little bit worse. Yeah. A little bit worse. But it's really cool. So, And then now you're saying you're uh, you're distributing to um, local, like, bars and stores and everything as well? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be distributing once we. You know, we get going. We're using a local guy to do all our canning. Um, and then all of our, our waste, like all the malts are all going to, I think Ben's taking most of it. And there's another local farmer here that'll take the rest if Ben ever can't take it all. So Fantastic. So you guys yeah. are staying pretty intensely local uh, as much as possible. Yeah. Other than cells, like, you know, mm-hmm. when they will let them organically go where they go, you know. Right. I'm not going to push it through somewhere, and then I can't supply that area because it's too far away sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're definitely starting pretty local. Nice. Cool. Now, you, you said you're canning it, or are you also going to do bottles as well? We won't do any bottles. Won't do bottles? Uh, we'll be canning almost, unless, like, but the only thing I can see us bottling would be, like, if we ever did, like, a barrel-aged beer, and, you know, it's like a yearly release sort of thing, we might put that in bottles, but they're such a pain in the ass mm-hmm. they're just horrible to fill they're horrible to work with yeah you they're and they're often to sanitize from what i understand yeah yeah they are cans are they're really easy and you can actually get you know cans that are 32 ounce now and you can have you can fill those with whatever you know your barrel aged whatever they don't look as cool as like you know hey look at this bomber i got with wax on it but i guess i could take the can and dip it in wax it'd just be really hard to open 
but see, yeah, I, I, see, I never knew that. I always thought maybe bottling was a lot, you know, simpler. Like, you know, you just fill out the bottle and pop the uh, cap onto it. But again, what do I know? Because I'm, I'm not. Yeah, see, I'm not. I'm not the guy. But like, man, that's about it. Yeah, yeah, another pain in the butt. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. So, so if you had an idea, and like, you know, not to put you on the spot, do you have an idea of when um, your shop's going to be open? Uh, this year, it will be open this year. That's okay. about all I got Perfect. for that one. Every time I say a date, something else happens, so I'm, I'm yes. not thinking it anymore. I got you. There's not enough wood for me to bang on in this house. <laughs> right. <laughs> so is is there a way where people could uh, could purchase your beer or order your beer before the store opens up, or is it kind of like a kind of got to wait until everything's like done, opened up, ready to go before you can uh, distribute it? No, you you'd have to wait because I have to have a, a license to actually sell. Gotcha. So. I have to wait for all the paperwork to finish, then I have to wait for the feds to say yes. Um, so that tracks. Yeah, we're still a little ways away from that. But you guys are more than welcome to come here when I have beer and drink it free. <laughs> awesome. <Thank you>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be terrific. Now I also noticed now so you and you and your wife were both uh, former military, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, we're both awesome. in the Navy. That's awesome. Well, thank you, uh thank you for serving. I do appreciate that. Uh Aqua Khan was also in the Navy as well. Um, I thought, uh, I'm not sure if I read the article right or anything, but you guys do do some military related stuff as well, or we do what do you do things that pertain like to the military and stuff like that? Like with your company? Yeah. Um, we'll be doing things like the VFW, um, you know, like support the old guys and the troops and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have a few other programs that we're trying to get involved with. Um, another local guy started a, uh, a company called, uh, um, heroes here so we're we're trying to do something with them uh, you know when we get off the ground see if we can get help them get off the ground they're all about like getting the military vets like together so they know like where they can go where they can get like a discount or you know if someone's offering them something because they're veterans or you know they're active duty you know where they can go mm -hmm. um, so they they built in the they built their website and their database and their you know so people can sign when they sign a company signs in they can say like okay where we are what we do and where we can help out so we've been a little bit involved in that um, but fantastic yeah, see where that goes no nah, that's that's pretty awesome man uh, so where where can people go to learn about you uh, online and stuff. Um, you can just our Facebook page. I know we haven't posted there in a little while. I've been kind of busy with all the paperwork and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you know, all the snow. Um, so if you just go to the Facebook page, you'll see our, our updates as we get them going here in a little bit. Probably uh, next week or the week after, we'll start updating again. Uh, and then, of course, our website at uh, steamhollowbrewing.com. Awesome. Well, yeah. sir, I do I do appreciate you coming on, taking the time to talk with us and everything. Um, it, it, it's really it's a, it's a good thing for us to not only have like guests on to talk to our show, but also local, you know, to us and everything. Because you know, businesses don't really come out here too often. But I mean, as we grow and you know, business like this happen, I mean, it draws, and it's really cool that you're doing this. Yeah. Do you guys like are you guys like a mobile type of thing, or do you have like all your equipment bolted to a floor somewhere? <laughs> uh, uh, we're pretty mobile. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's got to do a show at the brewery when it opens up. You know, I'm, I was I was hoping you would invite us to do that because I mean I I don't want to invite myself because that's just weird and like clingy girlfriend like. 
You could just say you're related to Cookie, and I'd totally be okay with it. <laughs> See, not many people do. You know, like when I when I go into like perfect example, like uh, Stampede's. If I go into Stampede's and give someone my, you know, credit card, you know, to open a tab or you know, check my ID, the first thing they ask me like, "Are you Nick's brother?" It's really hard to answer that question, you know, because I don't know what they did to them. So, do you my, like him? Or are you gonna hit yeah, him? <laughs> my first response every time is when I give my bartender my license. I'm just like, "Sturba, are you Nick's brother?" The first thing is, "What did he do to you?" <laughs> and then they're like oh no i love nick i'm like yeah i'm his brother i was like oh god he's like, a big know. lover yeah <laughs> well yeah so, sometimes <laughs> but no yeah i mean i we definitely we will be there you know the moment you open up we'll love to go and uh do a uh, on location recording we've done it uh before and we would love to keep doing that and we would definitely love to come on uh, sample your beers. I'm like, I mean, even if you you know you need an idea for a uh, beer name, you know, I could throw something out there. This freaking beer. Yeah, right? we could do something like that. This freaking beer. I like it. Freaking beer. <laughs> um, well, sir, thank you so much again for coming on. I do appreciate it, and uh, definitely keep us in. Uh, you know, keep in touch with us. Let us know when the uh, the sh- um, the shop is finally opened up, and uh, we'll keep plugging on it and everything, and um, make sure people know that when this place opens up is definitely the place to be. Roger that. Thanks, guys. No problem. Awesome. Let's uh, promote a podcast, take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You on the mark. The year 2014. Two best friends set out on a journey to produce the best content related to all things film. In 2015, they founded a podcast to share their passions with the world. From rants, lisps, and beer, to trailers, challenges, and premieres, Nick and Justin have you covered. Find the Epic Film Guys podcast at epicfilmguys.podbean.com and follow the show on Twitter. And we'll see you at the movies. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And yeah, as we mentioned, make sure you check out Steam Hollow Brewing Co. You know, uh, you know, local local brewery. Very excited uh, for them to uh, grow here and uh, you know open up. And I'm really excited to go and watch beer be made, uh, be be a, a guinea pig, if you will, for uh, beer tasting. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I'm surprised. Yeah, there we go, Joe. I was I, was, I thought you. Sure. I was waiting for that. That geek cash Joe enthusiasm, like yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, I was, I was distracted with uh, with getting some notes to Derek. <laughs> not, I'm sure Derek appreciates them, so not a problem <laughs> at all. Um, well, why don't we uh, when we dive into um, the the most uh, sought after segment of our show, uh, Awkward Collins uh, movie reviews. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I want you guys to pick which one you want to hear. Do you want to hear uh, my thoughts on 1517 to Paris or on Peter Rabbit? Um, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more interested in the, uh, the Clint Eastwood 157 uh, to Paris okay. because I'm a huge Clint Eastwood fan. <laughs> um, and this movie actually intrigues me a lot. And I know you're probably going to dive into what, in, what, what it is that intrigues me about it. Um, so I'll let you talk about it. But, yeah, I, I'd definitely love to hear that one. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Well, uh, fifteen seventeen to Paris is a movie, (laughs) um, based on true events that happened back in 2015 where on a train, a person deemed as a terrorist 
tried to take over a train. Um, and it was quickly stopped <coughs> by four people. Um, this movie, uh, the real story is four people. Um, but this movie is just based around three people. The fourth person didn't want to be recognized as a fear of others extremist. Um, recognizing him and trying to kill him. <laughs> but uh, in back in 2015, like I said, uh, a person tried to take over a train that was headed to Paris. And in the process, there was a... Two military members and a civilian. And when they walked into the, uh, when the guy walked into the, one of the carts, they quickly stopped him from causing more damage. But this movie, um, basically tells the backstory of them. Um, mostly one person really. Um, a great hero, uh, Spencer Stone. The amazing thing that I found absolutely amazing about this movie is that Clint Eastwood actually hired the actual people that stopped this guy from causing havoc on this train. Um, so, I mean... They were hired to act in this big Hollywood movie, which I just find completely amazing. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Spencer Stone, Anthony Sadler, and uh, what is it? and Alec Scarlatos are the names of the characters, or actually of the people. And um, Spencer Stone was an airman. Uh, Sadler, oh, Sadler was the, um, was just a civilian, and then Alex Scarlatos was a National Guardman. Um, but they, they go back how, when they were kids, how they all met, and how they want to... Well, at least two of them really want to get into the military and stuff. Um, Anthony, not so much. But uh, it's a very well done movie. And what <laughs> one thing that made me upset, I mean, these are, like I said, these are three people, no acting experience, uh, like movie-wise, that is known. I mean, they're just... Regular people that were, hey, you want to be in this movie? <laughs> when we were leaving the theater, the people in front of us goes, oh, the story was there, but the talent just sucked in the movie. And, I mean, I was, <laughs> that really pissed me mm. off to hear that. Right. It's just like, they're not actors. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I would they'd be probably nervous about that. But, um. And and I'm really upset right now 
Um, Rotten Tomato has it as a bad rating, and you know what? I think most of these are because of the the acting, and which is so sad. Um, it deserves a lot higher uh, <laughs> recognition than it's getting. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. did they mention anywhere, like at the beginning of the movie, that the uh, actual like people were portraying the characters? Uh, not that I caught. It might have um, in like just text, but I I might not have been paying attention at the time. Gotcha. Uh, I know, is like, it, they're... Uh, is it like a, a docudrama, <sighs> or is it like a fictionalized version of the events? It's supposed to be. I mean. I almost want to say a docudrama, but not really documentary style. Gotcha. It's really just the movie based on what happened. Mm-hmm. But like I was reading one of the reviews and he's like, Clint Eastwood did, I guess in a way shoot it in like a documentary style mm-hmm. in some parts, but like I said, for these three people uh, that actually lived through this to come and actually take part in this, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. And props to them. Yeah, because this, uh, well, this incident didn't happen too long ago, right? It wasn't only like two years ago. 2015. Yeah. I actually, so, I remember hearing about this. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. This train incident. And what's actually really sad is that... Um, I heard that I was reading that actually eight weeks after this train incident, Spencer Stone was stabbed multiple times in California in the back. Oh, Yikes. Wow. Yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, he was stabbed multiple times in the back. Uh, I believe that's the one that's Setting. So by do you, uh, he was stabbed by a 28-year-old man, James Tran, who has been sentenced. He did stand trial and was sentenced. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so and you, sorry for interrupting. One more thing, and no, then no, 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 no. This, this, dude, this is your fucking segment, man. I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> uh, he actually. I mean, this guy is very... He actually forgave uh, this guy for stabbing him and said, like, everybody makes dumb mistakes and hmm. forgave this guy for it. But wow. it's... it's Legit. Yeah, it's really like, wow. This this guy was just saved the train and then he was stabbed. He's only 25 uh-huh. years old, so... He was born in 92, so what, that's three years ago? He was 22 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's in- insane. Uh-huh. So, but yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Wow. Now, did this movie look like it was um, filmed, like, re- like kind of like in the same way? Um, oh, God, Clint Eastwood. Oh, what the hell was that fucking movie that Clint Eastwood? Uh, I've never seen to... any other Clint Eastwood movies. The the sniper, the one with Bradley Cooper in it, American Sniper. Oh, 
Was that? Was that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. Uh, uh, he oh. directed that one. Uh, I guess too. I have seen another one. <laughs> yeah. So, so was this was this movie kind of filmed the same way like that? Uh, like it, it went it went to a little bit of his past, and then like what the main focus of the movie's on, and then kind of like a little bit later. No, this was more just all before, and then the incident at the end of the movie. Oh wow! So so it was more so it was more like a bi- biography of the actual like victims or the uh, heroes, survivors, if you will, whatever you want to call them. I would say heroes. Um, yeah, they were, I mean, they were honored to, I mean, they received awards. Um, Spencer received the Purple Heart uh, in, for his actions because he was actually wounded. Mm. Um, Alec, he received uh, like the Soldier Award. Um, from the army and Anthony received uh, like a civilian equivalent award of a, one of those high awards. <coughs> so definitely, oh, wow. I would definitely say this is a movie to go see. Um, keep in mind these, the stars of this movie, they have Judy Greer plays in it. They actually have some more known actors in it. Uh, they're not huge roles, but keep in mind the stars of this movie are not actual actors. They was Tom mean, Hanks in it? Tom Hanks was not in it. Yeah, that surprised me. I mean, he was in Sully. He was in uh, Captain Phillips. I assume this would be the perfect movie for him to go into. Uh, he seems to be the victim lately. <laughs> no, uh, they uh, <laughs> definitely... Um, you have to gotta realize for these people not being actual actors, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I noticed when I was watching it, I was just like, okay, it's kind of weird, but you can kind of tell that they're not actors. Yeah. But I'm not gonna hold that back because they, I thought they did a really good job. Um, awesome. So- I would have to say. And I actually want to change this up a bit now. Um, I Because the way I am, I like rating movies. If you notice, I'll rate them high. So Very instead high. of uh, 1 through 10, we're going to go 1 through 5. Obviously, 1 being bad, 5 being the best. Um, so for this movie, I'm going to give a 4. Four out of five awkwards. Solid. Um, yes. <laughs> it's it's good. I mean, obviously, I there's some stuff that can be improved on, could have been improved on, but for what it was, I thought it did very well. Um, and like I said, moving forward, I'm going to give it a one through five awkward scale. So... Well, at this rate, Colin, uh, about three months from now, you'll go to either one uh, one thumb or two thumbs up. This is yeah, <laughs> this is possible. <laughs> but eventually, like just at the end of the year, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> I liked yeah. it. 
Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, just piss <laughs> off. It was good. That's what all you need to know. So. Like uh, the the weatherman from Family Guy. <laughs> it's raining. Rain. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. Let's go to Alley for the wacky weather report. Go ahead, Alley. It's gonna rain. Thank you, Holly. Oh shit. Good job, Colin. Hey, Colin, what are you all freaking on this week? This week, I'm freaking out of the fact that uh, I bought my digital copy of my book, and awesome. I actually have to start doing my classes, <laughs> my homework, <laughs> which I'm dreading because they're all basically writing assignments. So. I, I hope this book is worth it because that has been your freak weekly for the last three weeks is this, this one book. I know. I did mail. I got up yesterday. Early went to the post office mm-hmm. and mailed out the. I re, sent to return the loose leaf copy book <laughs> to Amazon. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that and the fucking amount of snow we've had. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, and this parking lot since it's not like an actual parking lot, it's gravel. Uh, they took forever to get it plowed and I had spent 20 minutes trying to get out of the parking lot yesterday. Yikes. Yeah. But they that got sucks. it. Pl- they plowed it yesterday. It was somewhat good. They didn't get it all the way to where we park because I don't think they know that two other vehicles now park there instead of just the three. Oy. But, uh, I mean, it was nice. But then it snowed last night, and it wasn't as hard as yesterday morning. But mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. st- it was still a good amount of snow on the ground. So yuck. But, yeah, we had the the same. Uh, they plowed the parking lot that we're parked in, but they didn't plow behind our cars. Yeah, and so we went to go leave yesterday, and we had to shovel ourselves out. Yeah. And of course, like we don't own a snow shovel because we don't have to shovel our own stuff. We live in an apartment complex. Yeah. So, did you use a dustpan? No, I we saw. Used, a, uh, I saw we used our uh, our window uh, scraper. Oh, there you go. Yeah. To shovel. Yep. Why not? <laughs> there you what go, we man. had. <laughs> there's a there's a video there's a video going around the internet of a guy uh, scooping his. Uh, car out with a uh, dustpan. Oy. Yeah. That would have been pan. better, probably. <laughs> dustpan stand. Uh, Joe, what are you freaking on this week? I uh, This week, eh, my other podcast, GeekCast Live, celebrated its 200th episode. Nice. And uh, it's just it's just such a, it's a remarkable milestone. So, mm-hmm. pumped to have finally hit it. Um, like we've said many a time on this show, most podcasts never make it past their eighth episode, and uh, it's it's pretty cool to to be much further along than that. So that's really cool, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, before before I tell you what I'm freaking out, why don't you go ahead and tell where they can find that episode? Well, if you wanted to look for that episode, you could find it by going to gcl.ninja. You can also find it on Facebook, iTunes, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Turns out we're not really on Google Play, because nobody is really on Google Play. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Google Play doesn't actually have a a podcast thing. 
you can, uh, and unless you have Android, which I don't, so I have no way of setting that up. Yeah, it, well, it's on Google Play Music, not Google Play. Well, that's what I mean. So I went to Google Play Music and tried to put uh, Geekcast Live up there, and uh, it's not. It, it, all it does is subscribe Joe? my individual account to it. Joe? Yeah? I'm going to tell you right now. I have a Galaxy, and I'm subscribed to Geekcast Live on Google Play Music. So you are on Google Play Music. Okay. Well, that's Just cool. so you know. Yeah, that's well, I, well, I tried. Uh, thank you. That's helpful. Because I, yeah. I tried to search it. Uh, couldn't you find have, it. So. You, have, you have to go to the music app on the Android. It's not Google Play. It's Google Play. Gotcha. Music. Gotcha. That's why. Gotcha. Well, then I mean, we are on Google Play. So uh, this oh, off Google, me from five seconds ago. You're on Google Play Music, not Google Play. Google it's Play different. Music. Google Play is the app uh, search engine thing. Google Play Music is where you can listen to music and podcasts. Aha. But just call it Google Play. I call it Google Play, too. Pe- people yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as they know. Hopefully they do know. Not they're just trying to search this freaking show on Google Play. I'm like, oh, dang, he's a fucking liar. Which, I know, I mean, right? That's, that's how I felt. At the beginning of this season, I pretty much have been. So. Like, shit, I've been lying about this for like a year and a half. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, thank you for asking what I'm freaking on. I'd love to tell you. So starting next week, uh, I should be on my day shift schedule at work. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm not super excited about having to work Tuesday through Saturdays, but I mean, hey, you got to take to go with the bad and not take days over, you know, missing the morning on Saturday. Uh, but I'm also really excited for this coming Friday for uh, Black Panther. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. I'm probably going to go see it this weekend. I'll probably try going like, Maybe, I don't know, maybe Sunday morning. Maybe it's like you'll be like less crowded then because I'm not going to go on Saturday because they'll be overcrowded. But I'm really excited for Black Panther. I don't think it'll be as great as The Greatest Showman. I have said that before and I'll yeah. keep that, uh, I'll keep saying it till, uh, till a, a better movie comes out. But yeah, till the uh, day you die. Well, not to the day I die. I'm assuming Hugh Jackman's going to reprise his role as Wolverine in some kind of Disney Deadpool movie. Um, <laughs> Did so you guys see the trailer be. or Deadpool teaser is for the, best the Disney new- Princess? Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, where uh, they kind of focus more on cable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, done with that one? Yeah, I mean, it was a teaser. I didn't. I didn't think that they focused more on them, but. Well, okay, so there's three different Deadpool like trailer teasers I saw. There was one with where he jumps into the phone booth, which was the first one, and then there was a second one where he was pretending to be that painter. And then there's a new one where their main focus was um, cable. Oh. And it was crazy because the new one with the one they were focusing on cable, he was walking around the corner and his metal arm was still like in a green sleeve. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Pulled, that, and then Pool yeah, freaked out. I was like, it's not like we're trying to hide a mustache. Yeah. Which I'm assuming was Which a cheap shot. Yeah. So that's the one I thought you were talking about because I think that was the newest one. Is there a different one out there? I haven't no, seen I, that's it? the one I've seen. Yeah. Okay, I got you. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. I think that one's coming. That one's coming out in May, right? May 18th. Yeah, so we got we got Infinity Wars coming out in May. We got that one coming out in May. We got what Wasp and Ant Man coming out like August, June-ish, June, August, whenever. So somewhere out there. So yeah, a lot of good movies coming out. So I mean, it could bump the Greatest Showman off, but I really doubt it. Um, I'm super excited that because Colin told me that they're up for an Oscar for the music, which I've I'm fully uh, I have full confidence that they're gonna end up winning. And I'm super excited because in two weeks we're going to do our Oscar nominations. And I can tell you right now who I'm going to pick for the music uh, win. So, Moana. <laughs> That's a musical? <laughs> no, probably technically go under animated. 
Well, luckily, I think Moana was in last year's Oscar, so they don't got to compete. Yeah, you're probably right. So, hopefully. Well, I was with you anyway. It, I, I, I was on Netflix, and I saw Moana on their, like, musicals. Oh, no kidding? I was just like, eh, at least I think, it was, I think I saw that right. Yeah, there, You know, there's a lot of music in it, so. No idea. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm super excited for that. Um, as far as I know, knock on wood, we do have another guest next week. Uh, I'm going to keep that a surprise um, because uh, who knows? Who knows who's going to show up? we got a couple of people lined up uh, coming in March. Uh, so really, really excited stuff happening on this freaking show. Make sure you guys keep updated with everything uh, through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. Go to thisfreakingshow.com. I spent this weekend redoing our um, our Follow Your Star Award recipients, so those are updated. But I also updated our guest list. And not only is it updated to currently, but it's also updated for a new format. So if you want to find a link to a guest that we had, all you got to do is click on their picture rather than on the link below everything. Uh, it gives us a lot more room for more description on people, and it looks a little bit nicer. So make sure you check out thisfreakingshow.com. Find out the about bees about your uh, your host. The contact section if you guys have any requests or even want to be a guest yourself. And also make sure you check out the uh, guest section or our um, you know where you can learn about everyone who's been on the show since the beginning up until now. We have so many new guys, uh, new guests coming up. So I'm going to be really excited when we have to add to that. And also next week we have a follow your star recipient uh, award to give out. So we're excited about that stuff. Make sure you keep in touch with us. Make sure you listen to our show. Make sure your friends are listening to the show. And tell your friends, hey, listen, you got an iPhone, go to iTunes. You got a Google, you got a fucking Android, Google, go to Google Play Music. You have a tablet, go to fucking Podbean. We are everywhere. Hopefully, knock on wood, we're on Spotify soon. And we will control the world like Disneyland. As always, I am Travis. I'm Awkward Cal. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>